Welcome to the Brad and Taylor Show. Today we have Perry Green. You're listening to the Brad and Taylor Show, a podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to pursue their passions. We're sitting down with some of the best to learn how they got started and some lessons they learned along the way. Hey, Perry, how are you? Good. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're doing good. We're doing good. Well, good. let's get this show started. Tell us a little bit about you. What, what do you do? Uh, well, I for a job, I sell uh, real estate, commercial and residential, um, pretty much all over the place. I drive a lot. And uh, I also do some real estate investing, um, and I also have a side business teaching CPL classes. Nice. Oh, cool. Nice. Where are you located at? Um, I live in Fenton, Michigan. Uh, we have an office in Fenton and in Davison, um, and uh, it's my broker's office, I should say. I'm, I'm in training to get my broker's license. I don't have it yet, and uh, and we cover... We, you know, I'm licensed for Michigan, and then we have a an extensive referral program. Our, our companies help people buy and sell stuff from California to Florida to Italy. It, it's literally all over the place. Nice. That's awesome. So when you were younger, is this what you had planned for your future, to be an agent? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Has any real estate agent ever answered yes to that? <laughs> only one. Only one. Very few. <laughs> Very few. No, I was... Uh, I was a lot, a lot like other kids. I was going to be a, uh, an NBA player or a professional dirt bike rider. And, uh, I didn't practice enough to do either of those. And I didn't realize that's how you had to do that. So <laughs> you're like, I just can't as be one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just want to be one out. You know, when you're a dumb kid, you just want to do something without the work. You don't realize the yeah. value. In it. So, yeah. I think that's how all kids are though. Even, yeah. even when I ask my kids, they always say, I want to be something I'm like, okay, yep. you got to put it in the yeah, work. So it, <laughs> this wasn't the plan. I, I really like it. I really enjoy it. I've did. A, I've had, I, you know, I could probably extend your podcast to about three and a half hours telling you all the different jobs I've had. Uh, well, what, are couple, what are a couple? What are a couple? What are a couple? A couple. So uh, let's see. Well, I started out as a kid as a uh, working at a, a local amateur motocross track. So that was sparked the interest in dirt bikes and there's tons of fun. And then, uh, you know, as a kid, you bailed hay. Um, Worked for Bose Audio, shipping receiving coordinator, worked as a server, um, and there's a bunch of others in there, a banker, nice. property management more recently. Nice. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's probably how you got into real estate. So what, what, what job are you at when you decided you're going to get your license? So I was actually teaching CPL classes full time when I decided that. And, uh, you know, if you've ever dealt with anyone or if you yourself have gotten the real estate investing bug. Um, it, it's almost like going to an Amway conference and drinking the Kool-Aid. Like you're just like, you just get into it and you're all excited. So I have a good friend that, that, that is in that position and has been for over a decade. And, uh, he was always saying, Hey, move out here to Iowa and, and do real estate investing with me and blah, blah. I'm like, ah, I don't really want to move to Iowa and I don't really want to do real estate investing. <laughs> and then, um, I was a banker for five years, found out I didn't really want to keep doing that. Uh, left there to work for his property management company. I uh, did that for two years from home and then started doing the CPL classes on the side when I was there. And then uh, we had some changes in our household that would take too long to get into. But essentially, um, I needed to do something that didn't take up all my weekends. And, um, and so from that point, uh, he, he started talking to me and a couple other friends about creating a, a group to do investing in multifamily um, out there in Iowa, which 
for for most people, you you probably don't start with your real estate investing in a different state. Uh, you wait until you know what you're doing and have more capital first. But with his property management company being out there and you know having boots on the ground and his expertise and uh, him being you know an owner and the stuff, it made sense. So so we started looking at doing that and how to put that together. And at the same time, I kind of needed another job here that didn't take up all my weekends. So I was like, well. Um, I'll just, I always thought being a realtor was kind of interesting. I had a background at that point in property management and banking, which kind of complemented, you know, this role. So, so I went and got my license and, um, and that's how I got going. That's awesome. Yeah. I know being kind of out of state for those investment properties, you probably haven't walked through too many of those, but out of the ones you have walked through here, what's the worst one? What do you think the worst property is? Uh, you know, (laughs) I've been in some places that were, you know, destroyed um you know like abandoned water yeah. damaged smelly like that but probably the more a little more interesting was this uh this one out towards Lansing I'll say it was a 4,000 square foot ranch with a full basement and so some of the basement hallways were literally 50 60 feet long and wow. um it had a three or four car garage on one end of the ranch and the other end had a really big pole barn like at least 40 by 58 if I'm remembering correctly, I could be a little off. Anyways, I was a hoarder's house and it was so full of stuff, but it wasn't dirty. So that was really kind of an odd combination. Like most hoarder houses I've been in are yeah. kind of gross, but this one wasn't. So, uh, you know, at one point we're walking through the basement, you walk through a door into this room and there's like no floor. And then you look around and you realize it's poorly lit down there. There is an endless pool. And this thing is like 10 or 12 foot deep and it's empty. And so it's just really oh, wow. weird. Like you walk into another room and there's like 10 box fans sitting there new on you, you know, like it's just, just weird stuff. You walk into another room and there's like five or six flat screen TVs new in the box. So I guess they just enjoyed like, you know, Collecting. just home shopping network or something. <laughs> I, Amazon, I don't know. Did you end up having clients who bought that home? No, uh, an agent in my office had it listed. So I got a showing for it off of a floor call. Okay. And um, the, the people that I took to it were like, eh, and then they didn't buy it. Yeah. You know, they thought about it. They thought about <laughs> doing it to live in. They thought about trying to flip it. But uh, uh, at that point, they didn't want to, the seller didn't want to come down far enough on price. So yeah. Yeah. Later on, my coworker ended up selling it, I believe. I, 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 our, our office is real good at building relationships. So they often, we often have people stick with us and um, they eventually ended up helping her get rid of it. But you know how that is time on the water price has to go down typically. Yep. Exactly. When you first started in real estate, is there any advice that you have gotten that stuck with you throughout the years? Um, you know, it's, it's hard to remember specifically. Uh, my, my broker is a true servant leader and he, uh, he teaches that and embodies that. And, uh, we, uh, you know, we're both Christians. Um, you know, I don't, I don't come to preach to people, but if they ask, I'm happy to chat about it. Um, and, uh, he really lives the way I believe you're supposed to live, whether he's in front of people or not, he is who he says he is. He does what he says he's going to do. And, um, just, just him teaching and guiding and and showing how valuable it is to serve people. That's awesome. What kind Mm -hmm. of goals do you want to accomplish finishing out this year and kind of going into the next one? Uh, You know, for, for this year, my goal, 
Uh, have you heard of um, Grant Cardone's 10X? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so I, you know, I read that a while back. And so I, I don't remember how I got to my goal specifically right now, but this year's goal was 10 million. And um, depending on how the chips fall it, at the rate I'm going, I might fall a little short, but last year's goal was 3 million and I'm, I'm past that now. So, so, you know, and, and in real estate, it's, this is another thing my broker really emphasizes on. And, and you, you guys know this stuff. Most people, it's one thing to talk about it and to, to hear it, but it's another thing to do it. It doesn't matter how many dollars you sell if you're not serving and helping people, if yeah. you're not doing it right, if you're not taking care of people. So, so, but it's a lot easier to track if you, cause you don't really have a meter. It's not like a video game. Like I served this many people this month or whatever. So it's, you track that in, in dollars closed, you know, or, or however, however you do it. So, so for, for right now, I'm, you know, I've got a couple bigger listings, which is a blessing to have, but those usually take a little longer, especially commercial stuff. Uh, so we'll see where it falls, but I'm, I'm happy, real happy with where I'm at. I'm further, much further than I was last year. And uh, so we'll, we'll see how it goes, but that, that's kind of a, kind of how I'd explain it, I guess. Yeah. That's awesome. What's your favorite way to market yourself and kind of stay in touch with your clients that you have? Uh, it is face-to-face, in-person, um, networking things, um, relationships with friends, family, past coworkers, past church members, current church members. Um, I, I, I don't want to pick on the, the digital age too much. And I, I do know how to use a computer <laughs> and I, I used to have Facebook. Um, I, I'd imagine you probably don't have a lot of people on here that don't have a current Facebook account. I've been off since that well, about a year. I'm coming up on a year of not being on Facebook and every marketing salesperson that calls me can't believe that and, and blah, blah, blah. But the in-person communication has so much value yeah. that that is that it's a lost thing in our society, I think, or about to be, maybe it was lost 20 years ago. I don't know, but I like dealing with people and, and being face to face with people. And I get blessed with such a high quality of client um, that people that are friendly, kind, logical, intelligent, loyal. And so it's, it's, I, I hear so many horror stories of, well, I got these leads, but then they ditch me for someone else. Or I, I couldn't do, I show them 10 houses and then I was not available on the spot. So they called someone and I, you know, that's fine. That's totally fine. And, and I'm not blaming the people that called someone else or whatever. It's a hot market. You got to move. You got to be ready. And, and if you don't have someone to help you out, that's kind of your problem and your fault. But uh, personally, I just, I like people. And so I go to networking things. I go to different meetings routinely. And, um, and I'm blessed to have a few different sources of people that, that send me referrals on a relatively routine basis. Yeah. So, uh, so I just really enjoy that. And, and I also like it because most of the leadership or, or success books you read are going to tell you if you're doing the exact same thing as everyone else, that's probably not the best sign. So, so yep. that's, that's what I like to do. I like that. Yeah. Building relationships is huge in this business, as you know, and making yep. those relationships face to face is going to make them stronger. Yeah. And, so. and it's so much more enjoyable. It's, yeah, it's just so much more it's more fun. It's more, uh, there's more substance to it. You know, when you, when you treat people right and, and they like you and you like them and you build that relationship and then you hang out together and it's like your friends are your clients, your clients are your friends. That's yep. how I feel about what I do. And then that's why I like what I do because it's, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a job. I feel like I go hang out with friends and I show them houses 
and or I help them sell their house or their business or whatever. So that that's my favorite part about it is the people. Yeah, and I'm sure over the years too, you've helped them get their second homes or maybe yeah. even their their children when their children are ready to move out. You've helped them get them homes. So that's Someday. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right now, I've only been at it for around just under five years, so I'm not okay. quite to that second generation yet. It will be. I know I'm, <laughs> I'm old enough to have been doing it that long. But. <laughs> if you could uh, start over today, what is one thing one thing you would change? Um, I would have started doing things the way I do now sooner. It, with all the stuff I was just babbling on about, I, I would start doing all that stuff more and sooner. I, I would have pursued meeting with people more and, and and I did that a lot in the beginning and I think that's what helped me get going quickly but um I really just enjoy I don't feel like I'm you know some people say I'm not a salesperson I I don't feel like I'm selling anyone anything I'm not going to talk you into spending two hundred thousand dollars you don't want to spend or five hundred thousand right I mean I I wish I was that good of a salesperson I guess but it's just you know you you, you lead people uh you try to keep them going in the right direction. But um, yeah, I lost my train of thought. What were we talking? I heard um, (laughs) someone say before that being a real estate agent is almost like being um, not only a friend, but like a therapist. So you're there for them, not only for that sale, but you're there for that person. (laughs) That that is true sometimes. And, And you know, that's, that's a really good point because sometimes when you're so busy trying to figure out how much you can spend or how much you need to make off your house and you've got a million things going on in life. It's so convenient, I think, to have an expert there that can just take you by the hand and say, hey, this is what we need to do on the house front. I got this covered for you. You relax. This is how it works. This is what we're going to do. This is what we need to watch out for. Mm -hmm. When you can walk someone through that the right way, they really appreciate it. And I I got a tiny bit of that at the bank as a banker, but at the end of the day, obviously the obvious difference is I was part of this huge thing that treated people like numbers and and that morphed over time and it just got to a point where it wasn't it wasn't the way I wanted to be operating so this is all the pluses and none of the minuses for the most part yeah and I know in the beginning of our conversation here you mentioned you drive a lot being an agent you drive all over all the time (laughs) do you listen to audiobooks or anything when you're driving I do. What's I, your I favorite? listen to Audible and I listen to a lot of podcasts. Okay. What are some of your favorite ones that you listen to right now? Uh, right now, um, I listen to a lot of Jocko Willink. Uh, if you guys are familiar, um, mm-hmm. he's, he's written um, a handful of leadership books. Uh, first one, I believe, was Extreme Ownership and then on to the Dichotomy of Leadership. Um, he's written some kids' books. He's a retired Navy SEAL, um, very consistent and interesting guy. Um, for me, I, I'm interested in military stuff. So sometimes they'll be talking about, he'll have people, most podcasts like yours is going to be an interview and uh, they interview former special forces, former Vietnam, former Korean war guys or gals, or, you know, people that have had amputations and then just, just getting that perspective of how they fought through and, and survived and, honoring those that didn't come home. And uh, it's just a huge part of our country. And uh, it's true servanthood, you know, like the, 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 you know, the, the, I can't remember the exact verse, but uh, I know it's John, I believe John 15, 13. um, There's no greater love than to lay down your life for your, for your friends. I, and I'm, I'm botching that. That's not the the King James ESV, but that's the gist of it. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's awesome. What's that podcast called? Uh, Jocko, J O C K O, Jocko podcast. Awesome. And it's it. So I I uh, years ago was involved in uh, you know I, I jokingly refer to it as a pyramid. I still have friends in those businesses. I've nothing against it. They're they're fun and great for for some people and not for others or whatever. Anyways, once you get into reading and growing and self development, that's one of the benefits that you typically take with you, even if you don't stay in that type of business. And and so since then, I've, you know, I've through banking and all different things I've done, I've always liked to read and and try to grow and all that stuff. And one of the most important parts, or the most important part, is execution. Right? If you can learn all this stuff and it doesn't mean anything if you're not able to execute it. Right. And I feel like his information has helped me go more from theory to execution than anything else I've ever come across. And and it's it's really good. Like I've listened to a lot of stuff and his his is top notch. That's awesome. Before we go today, how can people get a hold of you? Um, they can call me. 810-766-3340 is my phone number. And I, I do have a website, even though I'm not on the Facebook. Um, and, and I haven't sworn that off. I might, I might have someone create a page for me for business purposes or whatever I might, but I, right now I just really enjoy life, not having it. It's much more positive and fun and, and I can't keep the stuff negative off of it. So anyways, uh, Perry is my website. Um, I just found out a couple of days ago, I had a security issue, you know, like a security certificate. You don't have the SSL or whatever it is in the beginning. I'll have that fixed. It's being fixed. It's just going to take a couple more days. So Sweet. I don't know, maybe, maybe by the time this is aired or whatever, it will be uh, totally up and running. It's up and running. You just have to click past it and your computer is going to say, yeah. you're about to do business with the Taliban or something bad. I, <laughs> it says something horrible. That's not true. That's not true. It's a, friendly neighborhood realtor yeah. <laughs> oh yeah for sure that's awesome well, hey thanks for coming yeah. on and sharing your story with us today yeah of course i appreciate you guys having me hello hello are you hello? there are you there? are you there hey guys we just wanted to thank you for uh listening on uh, either uh podcast or on uh the youtube video here if you guys wanted to subscribe that would be awesome that would mean a lot to us and if you guys could give us a five-star review as well that would be amazing and we'll see you on the next one See ya.